Welcome to the Break Free to Brilliance podcast, where we have inspiring and insightful conversations about breaking free from life's biggest challenges to find fulfillment and purpose. I am your host, Seema Giri, an international speaker, best-selling and award-winning author, book writing mentor, and publisher. I bring you real-life stories of healing and transformational journeys so that you know that you can create life on your own terms. Our heart-centered guests are the everyday heroes that you find in your backyard, from mothers to sisters to friends to entrepreneurs and authors. Join us to hear their positive and powerful stories so you too can learn to live with purpose and joy. Welcome to Break Free to Brilliance podcast. We're so happy to be here with you for another amazing episode. And today, our very special guest is Sonia Jackson. Sonia, thank you so much for being with us here today. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. And so as usual, before we get started with this amazing interview that I can't wait to have with Sonia, we're going to do a little bit of grounding meditation so we can be here and now in the present for each other, with each other. So if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But for the rest of us, let's close our eyes and take a deep breath in. And exhale. And now take another deep diaphragm breath all the way to your belly. And with every exhale, I want you to just let go of what's what you had during the day, any thing that has come up and just let go of all that so you can be here in the present. And another clarifying breath in. And exhale. Now with the next breath in, I would like you to bring your awareness to your heart, maybe even put your hand on your heart. And think of a happy moment. It can be from any time period of your life. It can be even from today. And relive this moment as if you're reliving it for the very first time. Feel the joy and the bliss that you felt at that moment. Feel who was with you, their energy, their bond that you have with them experience that right now and think of the ambience where were you was it a park was it outside were you with people were you alone maybe it was a quiet time of just having some alone time with yourself and your heart will respond with a joy and love can you feel that now with the next deep breath in, I would like you to think, I would like you to bring your awareness to the top of your head where our crown chakra is. And I want you to think of a second happy moment. Again, it can be from any time period of your life, even today. And I want you to relive this moment as if you're living it for the very first time. Feel the emotions, feel the joy, the bliss, the peace that you felt. Think of the ambience, who were you with, what were you doing. Hear the laughter, hear the warmth that you felt at that time. 
And now I would like to invite you, now that our heart, heart and mind is connected together, I want to invite you to open yourself up to the possibilities of what you will hear today. It might be something for you or perhaps even for someone else and you are the messenger because they need to hear it from you. And I would also like to invite Sonia and myself to open ourselves up to be really here in the present and tune into what our audience, our listener needs to hear from us today. Taking another deep breath in. Exhale. And with this exhale, I would like you to open your eyes with a great big smile. Sonia, with how was that meditation for you? Oh, well, I I love to meditate. So anytime I get a chance to just take a moment and breathe and allow myself to get in touch with my inner peace and my inner being and my higher self and spirit, it's it's always wonderful. But that was really very sweet because you also have an opportunity in a guided meditation with someone who kind of really knows about taking a moment within and and guides you to a happy point because nothing's really more important than that we feel good you know because that's where everything stems from our feelings and so if we feel good then more good will arrive so I love I just love that just to take a moment and turn to a happy moment that you remember and and tap into it because we don't really our body doesn't know the difference between that it happened before and happening now. So it's always a good thing. It's very sweet. Exactly. Well, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And it's true. Our body really doesn't know. So that's amazing. Well, let me introduce you to Sonia Jackson, to our listeners in a more formal way. Sonia Jackson is a founder of Visions of Possibilities, a nonprofit edutainment organization that produces projects and performances challenging audiences to live lives of unlimited possibility. She is an established actress with 30 plus years of working in film, television, and on stage. Coming this May, it's Breastival, an event about breasts, bodies, and beyond, presents conversations about the girls, a play about women's relationship with their breasts as a star-studded virtual reading benefiting Susan G. Komen. Sonia is a spiritual counselor and author of My Prayer Journal, a book of 33 powerful prayers for gratitude, contemplation, contemplation and consciousness of the divine. <laughs> That is so powerful book, Sonia, because it's gotten me. <laughs> um, wow. Well, Sonia, thank you so much for being here. I, I just love the work that you do and how you're bringing this awareness to everyone. Um, and Susan G. Komen, I've, they're very close and dear to me. I've worked with them before through another organization. So, Tell us, what is Breastival? What is conversation about the girls all about? Uh, well, years ago, I was doing the Vagina Monologues play. You're familiar with that, right? And yeah. I just 
I, you know, the, the, the pieces, the performance pieces in that play are really very powerful. But I thought there's a whole nother part of the women's body, woman's body that is extremely powerful. And it's not getting necessarily the, the best view, <laughs> so to speak. So I wanted to change up things a little bit. So I, I wrote a play about women's breasts and I did interviews with other women as well because truly I don't represent the entire group of women's population and what, and what we have as breasts. So it is a play that covers everything. It covers getting them, covers little girls thinking about getting them, it covers bras, it covers nursing and cleavages and every item that you can think of about women's breasts, including loss. And we look at it from a place of how is it that we really see each other? How do we see ourselves? And it's not a, a thing that says this is the way it should be done or this is the way it should be done it should it's just a variety of women's stories and the, and i have found that the women's stories are so empowering they give us an opportunity to think about what it is that we've walked through and when women see a collection of their own stories because these are all our stories they have a tendency to you know, feel empowered by that and recognize, I, hey, I, I can do this. If I could, if she can do that, I can do it. And if I can do this, I can do this other thing over here as well. So I just, I put that together and it, I've been doing this play for 17 years because women love it. And every time I do it, I get great compliments on it. And I get people who talk about things that they've changed in their life not just women, men as well. So I've had women talk about being reminded about being a young girl and just starting to develop and how those things affected us. And then that they've decided to talk to their daughters differently about how can, how can they stand strong in who they are against the world, which sometimes is gonna make fun of us just based on our body our body shape and things. I've had men who've seen the show who've talked to me and said they have they have a better understanding of their wives now that they've seen the show. And just a variety of different things that they were going to talk to their sons differently about how they treat women when it's even something minor as teasing, you know, because we all we hear those stories about, oh, he's just, it's just teasing. It's boys will be boys, but you know, boys turn into young men who turn into men. And if it doesn't get checked somewhere along the line, sometimes it becomes a difficulty later on. Well, it sounds like it opens up so many dimensions through, through this one show of yours. And mm -hmm. I'm sure one doesn't come to doing a show like this, just like that. It must have been a journey for you to reach over here to decide to do this. What hard lessons have been the most valuable to you and that has helped you decide okay this is this is the kind of show that i want to do well it's it it's been with me for a long time i because it's not really just about breasts it's about 
how we perceive ourselves, mm-hmm. how, how we are affected by the world around us and what, we, what do we think and, and how do we embody those thoughts and, do those, and are, those body, are those thoughts that we've embodied actually true or are they not true? You know, how do we, how, how do they affect us? And it actually started even before that in terms of me, because my mother had breast cancer and um, she had a mastectomy when I was about seven. And then she was sick off and on for the rest of her life, actually for the next six years, because that's when she made her transition when she passed. And it was, and it was interesting for me to watch myself now as a young girl with my mother and thinking over the years, because there's, there's a number of pieces in the, in the show that are about my mother, as well as me, as well as a lot of other friends. Um, but my mother, I, you know, keep adults, keep things from children and they, and I recognize why they do it. But the thing that adults don't recognize is that children get, we pick up on what's going on around us, just like adults, just like people, we, we pick up on what's going on around us. So they didn't include me as a child because they decided I couldn't handle it. But then they threw it all on me. So I didn't have a chance to get used to it. And I didn't have a chance to figure out how can I contribute to this? How can I help? And there are a variety of different kinds of things that we talk about. Uh, we have a Q&A at the end of the show. And what we'd love for people to do is to create a girl's night in, bring your invite your girlfriends over, have uh, your favorite beverage, watch the show, and then talk afterwards and just and, and get a different perspective on, on your own bodies and things like that. So I've been doing the show because I have found that we can all use a little bit more help in healing those things that we think are true but they really aren't. And so that's one of the main reasons. Um, I was writing a newsletter the other day for my, uh, my followers and I was telling about a story. I have been a dancer and danced for many years. And when I was in my thirties, I would go to dance classes instead of exercise classes and things. So my dance instructor, my ballet teacher, passed by me in class and said, oh, you have a cute figure. And then she stopped and turned around and came back and said, how come I'm only noticing it now? Because I was taking dance classes in the valley, and that happened to be in the summer. And you know how hot it can get in the valley in the summer in in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. 100-degree weather. I had on, I usually wore sweatshirts in class all the time. Didn't matter what, didn't matter. Wasn't air conditioning or anything like that, but I wore, I wore sweatshirts. And my friend said to the teacher, oh, she always covers up. And somebody else said, yeah, she never, she never lets it show. And I realized that 
that was true. I was covering up. And after a while, I figured out it was because I wasn't feeling safe. So I had to be able to stand in my own confidence, my own power, and know who I was, and to recognize that I was safe no matter where I was, no matter what I was doing. So there are just a lot of, of things that we can uncover and unpack and let go of. And, and the more we can let go of it, the less we pass it on to others. That is a great point. Like you said, in through childhood, we certain events happen that are not explained to us properly or given us the time to process things. So you create your own meaning around those things. Mm-hmm. And and you live with that for the rest of your lives and they play it's that undercurrent thing that make makes you make certain decisions throughout your life and you don't even know consciously why you're doing that until just like your teacher made their comment and then came back to say hey how come i didn't see it before had that not happened the other people wouldn't have said oh she's always covering it up for you to realize oh wait a minute I am always covering myself up. You, you didn't Why even realize that you're wearing the sweatshirt for, for, for that specific reason. Mm-hmm. So sharing your story in this way. And then I love how you say, you know, girlfriends get together and watch the show and afterwards share your stories. So you can bring into light the meaning that you've given something that has not made you feel safe or good. So, you know, through my book, book um book writing and my anthologies and helping other people write books i'm all about stories mm-hmm. and stories they definitely heal you because when you share it you're removing the shame from it yes yes when you can remove the shame and see this is the shame this is the story this is actually what's happened that's when the healing begins and mm-hmm. that is so important and when you start sharing it like that other women also is like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's probably why I was doing that too, you know. I'm always wearing sweatshirts too. And I realized also that that's what I was doing. My For me, it's my arms. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know, if you like it, if you enjoy it, wear it. I mean, this is who we are, right? This is who we are. Our bodies are the way they are. And we need to fully love ourselves, all the imperfections of it. And it's the imperfections that create the beauty and uniqueness about you. Yeah. And and we're the ones who are assigning this information. And well, sometimes it comes from others in terms of the teasing or mm-hmm. it comes from others because someone has made a judgment and they've made that judgment possibly because they have that thought about it about themselves and we have to we have to make our children strong enough to be able to go no that's that's not true for me that may be true for you but that's not true for me you know um and to be able to stand in their own strength that this is what's true for me because like you said those things that are the little imperfections make us who we are and it 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 molded us in a particular way, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. And other people aren't necessarily thinking about it as bad or something. I remember a story about uh, someone talking about they had a mark 
on their face. And they kept talking about this mark on their face. And they really didn't like it, but it got to a point where her boyfriend or a guy that was about to become her boyfriend had said she was, she kept covering, she used to cover it up. Like, you know, like you can cover it up because at some point in time, you got to move your hand. (laughs) Yes. And so he, he pointed it out to her. He said something about it and she covered it up again. He goes, Oh no, that's your beauty mark. So, you know, he saw it so completely different. And because he could see it differently and whatever action she was taking, she then could see it differently for herself. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, we have to make our decisions for ourselves and we have to come to a point where we can figure out that, wait a minute, that's not true. So I love to uh, put it out there as a story, as something fun, that's going to be entertaining and bring joy at the same time. Yeah, some of the tough lessons need to be done in that way. And I'm so happy that you're doing that because it's through humor that we actually learn a lot more rather mm-hmm. than saying, oh, this is a serious topic. You know, first, many people won't even look at it. But mm-hmm. that's the best way to learn is through humor and through entertainment like that where you get um, best of both worlds because some some of these conversations can be really heavy so it's that's really wonderful that you're doing that with your skills and expertise and in acting and um bringing in these these sensitive kind of situations sensitive kind of conversations yeah so that's really amazing and, uh, we what? Have, and we do have some heavier i mean like you said there are some dif- difficult topics that we discuss but we do them in a a way that's thought provoking and sometimes they are we do them with humor so it it it, it runs the gamut of of information and, and emotions yeah and that's great wow um it, it sounds so amazing i can't wait to see it too so i'm sure our listeners are thinking the same way and i would like our listeners to think for a minute where has there been a time for you where you put up a guard by behaving a certain way or dressing in a certain way or giving um, giving it a different meaning. And if you've been able to let that veil down and you've been able to step into your power, you know, how what difference has that made for you now? And, you know, really look at that or, you know, with some of the things that Sonia has brought up, um, you know, with her... I mean, we're, we're talk, it's rest of all we're talking about um, about the girl. So at your, when you're looking at your body, you know what what misconception or conception have you created about your body? What parts have you tried to hide about your body where you couldn't really fully embrace who you are? Uh, so awareness is is the first thing. Um, that can lead you into healing. So when we're aware and we know, okay, these are the way I'm behaving, these are the ways I'm dressing, this is the way I'm thinking, then you can make a change around that. Mm -hmm. So bring that awareness first and see where it is that you're possibly holding yourself back Mm -hmm. and see how, how we can change that. And definitely by 
watching the Brustable show uh, would be a start to see how to steer that conversation and those thoughts. Sonia, I'm sure that when you're doing this kind of a show um, and creating this with so many people, there are certain challenges that you must be coming across. What are the current <laughs> challenges that you're facing? And how are you tackling them? Well, I've, like I said, I've been doing the show for 17 years. This is the 17th anniversary. And, um, but I've been doing it on a smaller scale. So I jumped in wholeheartedly to do a virtual project so that I could, so we could reach more people. So we're, we're sending out emails to people and to friends and to women's organizations. And I would love to reach as many people as possible to get the, the conversation started, to have women just be open to a new, having a new conversation about their bodies and, and about who we are who we know ourselves to be and to debunk a bunch, a bunch of the mystical uh, mysteries that are around us that they're, that aren't really mysteries that we're just great people, you know? And so one of the things that is reaching people is to be able to reach people and to, to let people know. So what we've been doing is when we're sending out emails, we're asking people invite your, Invite your three best friends who may not have heard about this show. Invite three people that you think would love to have a good time out in the evening or in, come over to your house and, and, and watch the show. And we're doing, we're going to have donations that can be accepted online. So only one person has to buy a ticket. And yeah, you know, it would be great to be able to say, yeah, watch the show from your own home. But I think it would be much more fun to watch it with friends and, uh, and to just laugh and cry together. And if you watch it with friends and you only had to buy one ticket, then maybe you can make a donation of the, of the price of a ticket or even more. My production, my production company, which is Visions of Possibilities, is actually a nonprofit. So 85% of the expense of the proceeds will be going to Coleman after expenses. So the more we can raise, the more people who can watch, it would be great to, to have five or 6,000 people tune in and uh, watch it. And it will actually be air. It will be online. We will show it on the 14th of May but it'll be online for at least 60 days, at least 30 days after that. So if you didn't get a chance to watch it on the first night, you can watch it and still the proceeds that we collect will be going to Komen uh, as a part of the, 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 the fundraiser that we're doing. So Sonia, I don't think not many, many, there may be quite a bit of people who are not aware of who, Susan G. Komen is. Can you share a little bit about that foundation? Yes. Um, and I, and the young lady's sister just went out of my head. <laughs> but Susan G. Komen had contracted breast cancer and her sister, and for whatever reason, that name just completely slips my mind right now, 
but she had made a promise to her sister to continue to battle cancer. And so she created this organization. She just started from what she had, which is how some of the best organizations and best ideas have come. Just start right where you are. What can I do? And um, so what she did was to start this, this to raise funds for this. And Susan G. Komen has, has grown exponentially over the years. And they do research, they do outreach to women, they do aftercare, they assist women with education about their bodies, about breast cancer, they support organizations that do research. And we, they just are an exceptionally um, wonderful organization that I have found. And one of the things for me has been, because I didn't know as a child what to do for my mother, what this is one of the things that I can do for somebody else's mother to be able to raise funds and raise awareness for somebody else's mother or somebody else's daughter, sister, aunt, girlfriend, wife. Wow. That's amazing, Sonia. That's it, it's so important, especially as a child. You feel so helpless, and you're but you're not being told anything, but yet you're seeing all these activities happening around that, and it's it's such a scary time. Um, that this would be such a wonderful gift to be passed on for others. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate you stepping into that and helping others this way. And it's so important. My mom went through cancer. She had lung cancer. She never smoked, was always very health conscious. My sister-in-law, who is four years younger than I am, died from breast cancer as well. She just passed away uh, last year. Is it two years now? Uh, it's about two years now. Um, so I totally understand what that feels like having family members go through that and I was caregiver for both of them uh, so I I totally understand how it is to watch someone go through that how it is to feel on the outside this can be such tremendous support so I encourage all of our listeners to watch festival buy a ticket get together and do what you can in terms of donation because if we can help one more person through us and help ourselves have certain realization can lead us to live a better life from what we've been doing before. Yes. And yeah. through this, when you become a, the best version of yourself and a better person, you impact so many more lives that way. So we, it is, I feel Sonia, it is each one of our responsibility to find a way to lead the best life possible for us to overcome some of these limiting beliefs that we have or we feel we're getting stuck to learn how to overcome them so then we can make this a world a better place by impacting others just by being who you are just by being who you are authentically i think that that alone can make such a huge difference yes really truly yeah, so thank you so much for doing what you're doing. I know it's tiring. It's exhausting. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this anymore. But then you remember your why and what you just shared. And I don't think I've heard you share it in this way before. And that 
is really heart heart touching and heartwarming. So let's come together and help Sonia reach as many people as possible and help ourselves at the same time. Yes. And your listeners can go to visionsofpossibilities.org. That's my uh, website for the nonprofit. And right there on that first page, it'll tell them how to get tickets or get more information. And all this information is going to be in our show notes. So be sure to look at that and and uh, you can get that URL there too. Sonia, is, is there anything else you would like to add to our conversation? Um, how about just a brief prayer? Would that be appropriate? Sure. Why not? Okay. So in this moment, how good it is to know that there is a divine power that is greater than all of us. And that this power lives, moves, and has its beingness within each one of us. And we are surrounded by it, guided by it. And we call forth that power in this moment to guide us in whatever it is that we're doing, whether it is a project to bring forth edutainment, whether it is a podcast, or we're a secretary, we're a manager, we're a businesswoman, a firefighter, how good it is to know that the the power within us can carry us, guide us, and reveal to us all that we need, everything that we need, any time that we need it. So I bless each one of us right here, right now, with all that we are calling forth in our lives, whether it be an additional abundant abundant nature for us to fulfill the the goals that we have in life anything that we need for support for our families for our friends for the work that we're here to do i bless us all i give thanks for each one of us i know that it is all good i name it good and in gratitude i let it be that was beautiful thank you so much Mm -hmm. i'm sure our listeners also received that well, Sonia, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. I wish you all the best in all your endeavors that you are uh, going forward with and to bring such light to to people, men and women, men, women, and children. You've covered all the grounds possible. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate being on here. Great. And with that, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. And until next time, this is Seema Giri. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Break Free to Brilliance podcast. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I know I did. Through this transformational journey, I hope you can see yourself taking similar steps, breaking free to your brilliance and creating the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe to Break Free to Brilliance wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow along with us on social media using the links in the show notes below. We'll see you again for next week's episode.